Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, magic makers, another iTunes review of the week. We have it from Deb. R-O-B-R 33-A-N-T. She says, Kim is so lively and interesting to listen to. She makes healthy living easy by giving so much good quality information that is doable. There isn't a subject she doesn't explore around mind and body. Always a great listen. Oh, that's exactly why I started the podcast. And that's exactly why I continue to do the podcast. And I'm always wide open to any of you sharing any topics that you want to hear, have me get have a guest on, you know, I wrote something three years ago, there's about 70 different topics, and I am shockingly blowing through them all. So at any point you want to listen to something, have a guest expert, please let me know, reach out to me on the socials, you can find it here in the show notes. And as always, thank you so much for that awesome review. One of the biggest challenges that everyone talks about uh, is consistency. Consistency in pretty much anything. Consistency and you know, I'm an entrepreneur. Being consistent with putting out content, being consistent in, you know, working with clients to bring in new clients to my business, my health, my fitness, you know, being consistent with contributing to my 401k, being consistent with saving money, being consistent with, you know, spending time with my spouse, spending time with my family. We all struggle with consistency. Many of us fall into the stops and starts, period. And so, you know, health and fitness is my jam. And so I feel that a lot of the things that I talk about, yeah, they can span a lot of different uh, areas in our lives, but my primary focus is health and fitness. So right now, I want to share with you several ways, and they're, they're not in any particular order but they all build upon each other. And every time I do these kind of listicle type podcasts, I never want anyone to be sitting there, you know, writing everything down and feeling like, OMG, I got to do it all because you don't. Because if I try to do it all, that's when I get overwhelmed and I stopped and I don't become consistent, right? That's the biggest, I feel, challenge to consistency is that we tell ourselves these lies that, I have to do everything and I have to do it all right now. And if I skip one step, I'm screwed and I have to go back to the beginning. And that's just not where where we make progress. And, you know, as I will talk about in this um, episode, progress is 1%, like one step, one step better, one step every single time. And trust me, this is someone who I was an all or nothing person. Like I had to do all the fucking things or why do it at all? Because I was like, it's not going to work if I don't do it all. How do I say this to you? We are not a piece of Ikea furniture, right? If we miss a screw, the furniture there is not going to fall apart. Okay. It's not going to fall apart. 
it is a sign that I'm doing too much. It is a sign that I bit off more than I can chew. And it's a sign to say to myself, okay, how do I course correct, right? You know, back during the midst of Rona, everyone's talking about we need a pivot, right? Pivot, 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 right? How do I pivot? So if you've, this episode is for you. If you've ever said, it's hard for me to keep up momentum. I just can't find my momentum or keep my momentum or sustain my momentum. If you're like, ah, I just really need to create a plan that I can stick to for more than three months, right? This, this, you know, um, this, I need the strength to be able to put myself first versus work, family, other things that keep knocking your health and fitness out of the box. So here are, you know, like I said, about 10 steps that will really help you stay the course of um, consistency. Are you tired of jumping from one health and fitness program to the next without seeing any real long-term results? I get it. Life can be unpredictable and sticking to a consistent routine can be tough. That's where I can help. Introducing five days to consistency. My new free five-day challenge that will help you develop lasting healthy habits With just a five-minute commitment, I will guide you through creating a personalized plan that fits your lifestyle and your goals. No more chasing unicorns or bouncing from one 30-day challenge to the next. Magic makers, it's time to focus on real change, the kind that sticks with you for the long haul. So if you're ready to make a change and develop the habits that lead to long-term success, join me for the free five days to consistency challenge. Let's start to make healthy living a habit, not just a one-time thing. And the first place is get specific. And a lot of my clients, they'll say, I'll be like, hey, you know, so you came to work with me. Great. Awesome. You know, so why, what's your goal? What are you looking for? I want to get healthy. Well, healthy is a big fucking word, right? What does that mean? Does like, We need to get specific. And the more specific you get in what you're trying to achieve, the more likely you are to achieve it. You know, there's a saying that if I aim at nothing, I'll always hit it. And I feel that so many of us are afraid to get specific one because we don't know what we want. <laughs> Two, because what if we what if we get it? What if we get it? Or what if I can't? And then I will be disappointed yet again about not being able to achieve it. So get really specific. So it's like I want to get off blood pressure medication, cholesterol medication, whatever the medication you may or may not be on. I want to open my closet and wear whatever the hell I want and not be like, try things on and pray, lay on my bed with a zipper, Cindy Belosi. This was back in the eighth grade. I don't know what she looks like now. Um, So those are the questions that I want you to be able to ask yourself, right? Get really specific, get like freaking granular. Like I want to be able to have a healthy breakfast every single morning, which includes a protein or a fiber or a fat, like be so freaking specific that some rando on the street is like, oh girl, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's how specific I want you to get. Two, know your why. Why do you want this? You know, and some of us, it's my, you know, my husband, his, every time he goes to his doctor, he's like, lose 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds. But he gives him all these like, like 20 pounds, like he, he sees his doctor every six months. 20 pounds in six months, it's a challenge. It, it, you know, I know many of you are like, we're supposed to lose one to two pounds a week. 
Yeah, that's if you're a virgin fucking dieter. But if you've listened to an episode I did about three weeks ago, I said the average person has been, by the time they're 45, has been on 16 plus, 16 plus diets. So you're no longer a virgin dieter. So your body's like, girlfriend, I know exactly what you're doing to me and I ain't going to give it to you. So for put that in my husband's head, like if every single time he goes to the doctor and he's like, lose 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds, that becomes very um, demoralizing. And you're, and then all of a sudden you're just like, fuck you, right? You're like, no, I ain't doing it. Screw off. And so I want you to just know what your why is, right? So if your why is that you want your doctor to shut the fuck up, is that a strong enough why for you? Is your why, you know, one of my clients, Mandy's like, I want to have energy to keep up with my kid. Great, right? So that anytime you find yourself, your motivation fleeting, you could be like, if I don't exercise, if I don't eat better, am I going to have the energy to play with my kid? If I don't exercise, if I don't make better choices, am I going to be able to open up that closet and pick out whatever I want? I love the beach. And if I don't work out, if I don't make better choices with my food, am I going to be able to go to the beach and feel 100% comfortable in a bathing suit without feeling like everybody's judging me being like, oh girl, should you be in a bathing suit? Yeah, we all have those thoughts. We all have that inner critic that is just ready to like beat us down at the drop of a hat. Third, set yourself up for success, right? Be the person who says, this is what success looks like. And so if I am someone who I struggle with working out, uh, I have a client, she's like, I want to start working out in the morning because I know I let work get on the way. And when I tell myself I'm going to work out at night, I always say, I'm going to finish one more thing. And next thing you know, it's seven o'clock, eight o'clock. And the last thing on my mind is working out. So set a bedtime. If you tell yourself you want to go work out in the morning, set a bedtime, start to set yourself up for success. So even if you're getting up 15 minutes earlier, that's 15 minutes of something that you haven't been able to do consistently. Um, Meal prep. Right. And when I say meal prep, I'm not saying like what you see on the internet, like all those like, you know, Tupperwares laid out and eating the same thing. It could easily be saying I am making dinner, I'm, I'm, I'm cooking double dinner so that when I cook double dinner, I'm either making dinner for the next night or I'm making lunch for the next day. Right. So that I'm easily, you know, maximizing my time or I I don't do the, that kind of meal. My meal prep is really really basic, really rudimentary. While I'm cooking dinner on Sunday night, I will grill my chicken for the next few, grill chicken for the next few days. Um, I will roast some extra, uh, extra couple, extra couple of cups of vegetables while I'm making my dinner. So that it's not this like hours long process in the kitchen. Cause girl, I ain't got time for that. Like I do not want to make time for that anymore. Um, laying your clothes out the night before if, you know, um, if you belong to any of those boutique fitness places, pre-booking your classes so that you're like, you know what, I'm going to treat this like a dentist appointment and it's pre-booked. And if I know if I cancel, they're going to charge me. Or even if you, you know, work out at a traditional gym, you know, one of my clients, um, she purposely joined like a really expensive gym. So she's like, every time I see that gym on the credit card, it's going to hurt it's going to hurt that when I don't go and she did the math and I can't remember the math, but I'm just going to make it up right now. So she did the math and said, every time I don't go to the gym, it costs me 40 bucks. So I'm going to take $40 out of the ATM and I'm just going to leave it on the street. Cause that's pretty much what I did. And so I want you to think about, you know, like 
how can I set myself up for success with my goals, right? And again, going back to the top, get really specific at what is it that you're trying to choose. So does it mean I got to go to the damn grocery store? And maybe, you know, nowadays, you know, thank you, you know, one of the few bonuses coming out of Rona, you can have your groceries delivered. You could um, have your grocery, you know, pick out your groceries and they throw it in your car for you. Um, I can't remember what they call that, but, you know, you pre-pick out your groceries and then you just show up and they throw it in your car. And all you have to do is bring your, your groceries in. You don't have to step foot inside the grocery store. Fourthly, break up with the guilt. Stop with the guilt, right? Stop with the guilt if you set up these ridiculous uh, expectations about yourself. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym every single day for two hours. I'm going to eat on point every single... Well, first of all, on point is not clear. So what the hell is on point? Clear that up. Get very super specific. I'm going to eat on point for the entire week. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Blah, blah, blah. You have like a 400 checklist that doesn't account for your real fucking life. So let's say to ourselves, no guilt, because it's not about willpower. It's about skills, right? And skill takes time. I want you to think about um, Tiger Woods, right? Tiger Woods, best athlete, you know, golfer in the world. Tom Brady, best, uh, you know, greatest quarterback of all time. Do you think when he showed up for peewee football, he was like, they were like, damn, he's going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. No, he, he, and he will openly admit the work ethic that went into him being at the top of his game. Same thing with Tiger Woods. Like he will openly say like how many times he practiced, right? How many times he practiced one particular thing over and over and over again until it became a thing he just did. And so I want you to start thinking about that, right? Instead of saying, I need to have willpower, motivation, feel like, how can I practice the thing I'm trying to do? How do I practice always making sure I get vegetables in my body? How do I practice regularly going to the gym? How do I practice regularly getting my ass to bed on time? How do I practice not being a stressed out crazy person, right? How do I start to put those practices into place? Because not every day you're going to knock it out of the park. I mean, I wish, and I would say, you know, 80% of the time you probably will. But for most people, it's that 20% that life doesn't go your way, that you are like, oh, great. Oh, see, this is a, this is an example. This is why I can't out of those 20% of the time. And so, you know, a lot of times I have my clients do this, um, exercise called the sphere of control and it's literally like it's three circles and it's like the middle is like what do you truly have control over what do you have kind of control over and what do you have like no control over you know so today you know i usually go for a walk it's raining i have no control over the weather okay could i have gotten up at 6 a.m before it rained yeah but i'm like it's okay. I have an alternative. Like I, I'm like, yeah, I could have gotten up at six o'clock, but I'm like, you know what? It's a rare time that I get to sleep in. So I'm going to honor my sleep. And instead I hopped on my Peloton, right? There was like, there's options, but many of us get so vapor locked in how it should look that we don't 
start to think about what are the options that I could do? And, you know, if you work with me for a while, I always know about good, better, best, right? What is the absolute best choice? What is a, you know, what's the next step down and what is just bare bones? And if I start thinking in terms like that, it gets me out of the perfectionist cycle, you know, because I I see so many of my clients, I'm an A++ type personality. And it was my A++ personality that kept me so pigeonholed. And I see so many of you saying, ah, Kim, I know I'm a perfectionist. But if I keep identifying as a perfectionist, I will always be uh, prone to those perfectionist tendencies. But if I say I'm a recovering perfectionist, because I am in recovery, right? Just how people are recovering alcoholics, you will always have that tendency. But if I start to start making better choices so that I can be more proactive when I feel the proactiveness coming through, I'd say, you know what? Pump the brake. Good, better, best. Good, better, best. Right? Because every day can't be an A++ day. And I, I, it's taken me a while to slowly believe that it can't be an A plus plus day. Fifth, how are you tracking your progress? And I don't mean the scale because the scale, there's so many things that go into that damn scale. And like I said, you know, unless you're a virgin dieter, the scale is not going to move, you know, you're not going to lose one to two pounds a week. It's just not going to happen. And second, you know, another episode I did, you can't always be on a fucking diet, right? It is the dieting that's probably keeping you stuck. And so, you know, I went into great explanation in that podcast. So feel free to go back and listen to that episode. But how else can I track progress? Food log, right? 80% of all of your progress is going to come from nutrition right? You know, Jacqueline said it best. Nutrition is queen and fitness is king. So many of us want it to be the other way around. For so many of you, exercise is your jam. You're like, I can do this all day long, twice a day, right? That's your jam because we get so hopped up on the hormone. I mean, the the endorphins, the serotonin's flowing. We just feel like gods, right? I get it. I love a good workout too. However, I know if I don't feel that workout properly, I don't care how heavy you lift. I don't care if you lift in a Buick. I don't care if you are in a strongman competition pulling a a tractor trailer with your damn teeth. If I'm not fueling for that, I am not going to get the gains out of that workout. So food, tracking my food. Do I have to track my food for the rest of my ever living life? Oh, hell no. But I always say to people, if things aren't working the way you want, we need to start using some data, right? Data, not drama. So what is that? What am I putting in my mouth? And many of us, we we lose track of what a tablespoon looks like. You know, what is a true tablespoon, but what we have been putting into our food so that it looks like the size of our head tablespoon. We also, you know, if you're a mommy, maybe you're eating off your kid's plate. Um, if you work in an office environment, maybe you're grabbing, you know, one or two candies from the office candy jar. Maybe I am, you know, overly um, oiling my food, uh, overly oiling the food that I'm cooking with, you know? So if I start to, food log is about awareness. Like what is, are you actually putting in your mouth? And I challenge you, log your food for at least two weeks and it's just, it's knowledge. And I, and for me, I love logging my food when things I'm trying to get, dial things in just to be like, ah, Ooh, if I were able, if oh, that that's it right there. Mm, I didn't realize like how big 
of a dial mover that was as far as like how many calories I was taking in. And if and, and instead of radically cutting things like, oh, instead of having a full thing, if I had a half a thing, that would change things around. Your whole body measurements, right? You know, for women, measuring um, around my chest, measuring my waist, measuring my hips, measuring a thigh, measuring an arm, just so we can kind of see, measuring your neck, see what's going on. And every four weeks, take a, take a measurement, taking a picture, right? Standing in front of your mirror, taking a picture so we can have visual clues as to what's going on. How's your hunger? Are you hungry? Are you not hungry? How's your energy? How are your cravings and how are your sleep? Those four things will tell you what's going on. If I'm always hungry, I need to eat more. If I'm never hungry, I need to say, how am I giving myself enough space between my meals? Um, maybe there's some type of hormonal issue going on. Maybe I'm stressed out right now. Um, energy. Am I getting a good night's sleep? Am I not? Am I wired but tired? You know, um, do I crash after I eat? Those little things are are little telltale signs. And if you want to better understand that, let's have a conversation and I can go into a little bit more nuanced uh, ways um, with you. Six boundaries. This is huge for so many women because some of us were people pleasers, right? We don't want to rock the boat, right? We've been raised to not rock the boat. We've been raised to, you know, get along, you know, to go along, to get along. And so we were created our why. And our why is the beginnings of our boundaries, right? So if I told myself I was going to bed at nine o'clock, it now dictates to me if there is something going on at, at nine o'clock in my house. Do I need to be a part of it, All right? Is there a reason for me to be up past nine o'clock so that I can say to myself, no, I don't need to be a part of it or yes, I need to be a part of it, right? So that I can ask myself better questions because, you know, my boyfriend, Tony Robbins, if I ask myself better questions, I get better answers. And so if I start to start to protect, like even that simple bedtime boundary, right? Start to protect that. Then it will snowball into other things I'm only protect. I go out for, um, go out with my friends. Can it be a free for all calories? Sure. Or can I say to myself, you know what? I'm only going to have two glasses and that's okay. And re- regardless of what friends say, I'm only going to have two glasses. Right. So, I, you know, it's coming up with these little boundaries that we can start to hold ourselves accountable. Right. So many of us were great when someone else is holding us accountable. But, you know, as a coach, ideally, you know, you want me to move in with you and smack the food out of your hand, smack the wine out of your hand. But I can't do that. But if we can start to build these little small boundaries, then absolutely we become a little bit more accountable to ourselves on a regular basis. regular basis. And so boundaries are, you know, you do what you say you're going to do and you know what you can say yes to and you know what you can say no to. Um, Seven, 1% better every day. James Clear, you know, he is my another, uh, you know, God of mine. It's the small incremental changes. So many of us want to, again, step up and like hit it out of the park, be that home run, you know, score the winning touchdown, score the winning basket. But it's the little things that we do over and over and over again that is going to build us to success. So um, 
I've used this example. Uh, James Clear uses the example. I believe it's in his book. I've heard him speak a bunch of times, so I can't remember if it's in his book or just um, what he's talked about. So he talks about an ice cube, right? So ice cubes freeze at, you know, water freezes at 32 degrees, right? So 30, at 32 degrees, boop, we put out the ice cube. And we look at it at 32 degrees, there's nothing happening. Nope. It's just like ice is like, yep, I got this. 32 degrees this is exactly what I need. Boop, boop, boop. I turn up the temperature to 33 degrees. And it's like, eh, it's a little warm in here, but you know, I'm fine. I turn it up to 34 degrees. Hmm. Maybe we start to see a little like glisten on the top of the ice cube. I turn it up to 35 degrees, right? So it's like one little thing at a time, eventually that ice cube is going to melt, right? And so for many of us, when we do those simple, small things, we expect to be like Amazon Prime. And if I start something on Monday by Friday, if I'm not seeing dramatic results, good Lord, I suck and I'm off to the next thing. But it's like, what can I stick with? And I always, I use 90 days. 90 days is like, the, for me, is like the perfect container. It's like, you know, seasons. Like think about our seasons. Most of our seasons are 90 days long. So I want to start something for 90 days and see how long can I sustain that? And I every 30 days, I do a check-in. Okay, what's going on with data, right? What's going on with data? And then I can make small tweaks. It's not like throw it all out and start again. Like small tweaks, small tweaks, small tweaks, small tweaks. Okay. So then we have what I will always refer to. So, so we got 1% better. Now we got the power of one thing, right? If I'm changing 500 freaking variables, how am I to know what is the thing that actually moved the dial? And again, I go back to a podcast where I, uh, in a, I believe it was last week or in the last two weeks, I talked about the big um, dial movers, right? You know, so many of us are like, should I have kale or spinach? Like, that's not a real dial mover. It should should be like, how many overall cups of vegetables are you having, right? That's the better question to ask ourselves. Not like nitpicking down to like kale, broccoli, cauliflower. It's like, overall, how many vegetables are you having? Bottom line, end of story, because that's what's going to be the dial mover, especially if you're over 40. We need the fiber. We need the fiber to help poop out those excess um, hormones, right? So one thing, like what's that one small thing, 1% better, right? So the power of one thing, that book changed my freaking life. I think I need to reread it, right? I, because I feel like when we go back and we revisit some things, I always learn something new. Um, for a really long time, I uh, worked for a woman and I'd say, God, um, she's been in my life since 2005, right? And so from 2005 until about 2018, 19, every year she had three, three, three camps that I worked and she would say the same shit, right? Same shit. But every time I heard her say the same things, I heard it differently because I was in a different place, right? I was ready to hear something she said. And finally I was like, oh, is that what she meant by that? Ah, I didn't know that. Intriguing, right? So I want you to start thinking about what is that one simple thing? It, it could be water, right? For you guys know my my whole water thing, like this thing comes with me all the time. And I just filled it. I filled this up 
And I make sure I drink at least half of this before I head downstairs. I drink the other half after I have my first cup of coffee. And for those of you who are not watching on YouTube, I had a big I had a big thing of water, right? Adding in an extra cup of fruits and vegetables every single day. Um, right now I'm doing this, um, uh, I'm doing an eight, 800 grams challenge. I'm trying to see if I can eat four to five cups of vegetables. I eat a lot of freaking cups of fruits and vegetables, but it's really freaking hard. And so I've had to come up with like my own little tips and tricks to be able to get in those extra cups of vegetables. Extra adding protein, right? So many of us, that's the one thing I see for many women that I work with, they don't need enough protein and they don't need enough fruits and vegetables. Um, and so it's like, how do we make sure we're adding in 20 to 30 grams of protein every meal? Regular exercise, right? Some people are really good and then life gets in the way, life gets busy, they travel, blah, blah, blah. And the exercise goes by the wayside. Um, walks, right? You know, I, I love my walks, uh, you know, and, you know, like I said, I'm supposed to, uh, I usually walk on uh, these days. On Sundays, I usually walk, but Mother Nature had other plans. I'm not walking in the rain. I'm a diva. I'm I'm sugar. I'm out. So, you know, it's these small changes they add up, you know, um, think about a snowstorm, right? A snowstorm, you don't get 30 inches of snow in a minute. It's, you know, it might snow an inch an hour, right? Or it might snow like over 24 hours, like that snow starts to pile up and pile up and pile up. All right. So then we have um, keep your goals front and center. What are you trying to achieve? You know, um, when I first started in my business, uh, my first business coach was like, put your goals on a post-it note and all around your house, put put that goal so that you just see it. It's always it's always top of mind. And you're always thinking to yourself, you know, how am I going to achieve this goal, right? So the, remember, we go back to the very beginning. The goal isn't be healthy, okay? What does healthy mean? And so when I keep my goals front and center, my brain starts to say, how can I solve this puzzle, right? And so as I say, keep my goals front and center. It's like, what are the actions that I need to take in order to, you know, get off the blood pressure medication? So my doctor says, I need to lose 20 pounds. Okay, how do I how do I begin to lose those 20 pounds? Like, what are the steps to lose 20 pounds? Okay, clearly- what am I eating, right? That's an action. Understanding what I'm eating. How am I moving my body? How am I sleeping, right? How am I managing my stress? So we start to think about, you know, the actions. But if I keep my goals front and center, it, it's my reminder, right? It, if, and then if I go back to my why, if my goals and my why intersect with each other, it's that constant, like, visual cue, like, okay, okay. You know, a lot of times, you know, um, as an entrepreneur, a lot of times they'll say, Put your goal, like the screensaver on your phone, right? Screensaver on your phone, screensaver on your computer. Um, have your goal be, you know, part of your passwords so that you just, it's always just this constant subtle reminder of like, this is what we're working for. This is what we're working towards. And for me, it helps because I, you know, I live in, I live in Boston and in February, some days I just don't want to jag, straggle my ass out of bed. It's warm, it's cold outside. And I say to myself, you know what? Well, laying here, get me to where I want to go. And nine times out of 10, I can say, yes. It's a, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Nine times out of 10, I can say, nope, it's not going to get me to where I want to go. So I shag my booty and I get I get up and I'm you know off. Um, obstacles, right? The next place here is obstacles. Obstacles are going to show up. 
I can't like, like, let's just know that. And so some of them are known obstacles. So I would love for you to say, okay, what are the things that always come up? They get in my way. Then start to think, start to brainstorm like, okay, work. All right. You know, I used to have a boss that would just drop shit on my desk at like five o'clock and be like, I need this first thing. All right. And so then, you know, if I had something to do, boop, that's that plan's gone. So I want you to think about what are the um, obstacles that come in. And so if this obstacle comes in, then I will do X. Uh, you know, if X happens, then I will do Y. Um, what are the obstacles that always always come up, right? And then just brainstorm some like random obstacles. Like if aliens attack, what will I do, right? <laughs> so think about those kind of things. And then, as I mentioned earlier, we need to break up with perfection. Perfection is not a thing. We are human. And if you are perfect every single week, week after week, month after month, year after year, rock on with your bad self. But many of us are human. Shit is going to happen. And if I say to myself, shit is going to happen, but I'm prepared for when shit happens, that's going to really help me to break through my perfectionism. The other thing is that, like, you know what, as as we mentioned, it's like, as I write down what's 1% better I'm trying to get, get, and I'm focusing on one thing. So like right now for me, I'm focusing, I'm like, okay, I just want to see if I can get through these 800 grams of fruits and vegetables. That's it. Like that is my focus because I know everything else will fall into place. And it's a 90 day focus. And at the end of 90 days, I'm like, okay, how did it go? Right. I'm going to give, I'm going to be like, how did it go? What are the tweaks and adjustments um, that I need to make? But, you know, um, there's a person that I follow um, and she says, you know, she's recurring performance. Let's see. Let's rewind. I can speak. She is a recovering perfectionist. And she says, I used to go for the A plus, guilty as charged. And she said, go for the B minus, right? You know, because I remember as a kid, I, you know, I've told you guys this story before. My, I would come home with a C and I'd be like, I don't see, I'm average. And my mom would be like, you are not average. And I was like, I blame her for my attitude because, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I am not average, right? Because I, I heard it over and over and over again. So B minus, right? It's like, I'm a little less, I'm like, I'm above average, but I'm not perfect, right? So go for that B minus because not the more I strive for perfection, the more I get disappointed. And the more disappointed I get, the more I'm like, fuck it, I ain't doing it, right? So I don't want you to be, fuck it, I'm not doing it. I'm like, let's just keep, uh, let's just keep going. Then we have make a, make a, make a decision to make it work, right? Put a stake in the damn ground and say, this is what I'm going for. And let's make it work, right? How could I make it work? And the first place I can think about how would I make it work is I work my reps, right? Is it realistic for my life? If, am I trying to lose 500 pounds, right? That's not realistic because many of you don't have to lose, can't lose 500 pounds because you're not 500 pounds. Um, are you excited about it, right? Are you saying like every single day I'm going to eat ch- chicken, broccoli, and brown rice and I'm never going to have a, a, a glass of wine or I'm never going to have a scoop of ice cream, right? That's bullshit. Could you make a plan for it in your life? And is it sustainable, right? So if I got to look at that decision and say, is it a realistic decision? But if it's a realistic decision, like the 800 grams of vegetables that I'm challenging myself to do, boom, that's a realistic, that's realistic. And so now it's like, okay, I've made this decision. How am I going to fit this into my life? Look, and so then it makes me be like, okay, I got to look at my meals. So I'm like, okay, I can add in, you know, an extra cup of, of uh, 
fruit into my shake in the morning. I could add in a, a vegetable into my shake in the morning. Okay, what can I do for my lunch? What can I do for my dinner? Right. So it's like it's 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 more about the what can I do? What can I bring into this versus like these are the rules and I must stick to it. And some days I don't get to 800 grams. And then I look back and I'm like, okay, what could I do different? It's not like, oh shit, I suck. And then I'm off to the next thing. It's like, all right, where can I get, get better? Right. We all can get better. If we, again, if we were perfect, we would never be trying to get better. Um, so again, like I say, my plans are 90 days long and every 30 days I make a a tweak. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And then finally, just start. You know, my friend Carrie, she says this all the time. She's got twin boys and another kid. And she is all about just start. It's not going to look pretty. It's not going to look like what you think it's going to look like. It's not going to look like what, what we were in our 30s. It's just just start. Even if it's 15 minutes, even if it's that extra cup of vegetables, even if it's that extra cup of water, you know, just do what you can, right? You know, my favorite poem, do what you can with what you got, right? That's Arthur Ashe. Um, because beginnings, they're messy, right? There's no uh, there's no uh, easy way to beginnings, right? They're hard. They feel uncomfortable. You're like, is this going to work? You're always questioning everything. But here is where I ask you, like, you know, just do you like where you are? And if you don't like where you are, then we're going to have to start doing something because something has to change. You know, to see a change, I have to make a change. And I know change is hard. Trust me. I am not the queen of like getting uncomfortable. But I know that I'm like, you know what? I don't like where I am. And clearly what I'm doing isn't getting me to where I want to go. So something has to change. Does it have to change radically? No. It could change simply by adding that extra cup of water, getting up 15 minutes earlier, getting 10,000 steps, right? We have to get out of the habit of just being us. We have to get in the habit, get out of the habit of being like, oh my God, it's just so busy right now. You know what? Life's always going to be fucking busy, but we have to figure out how do we navigate that busy. And if you are ready to get consistent and you just need a little bit more support, you need a little bit more structure, I got you. Um, in June, I am running a five-day to consistency challenge. And so if that's something that is uh, of interest to you, do me a favor, hop over into the show notes and get yourself signed up for this free five-day challenge that is starting up in June. All right, Magic Makers. You guys rock. Have a fabulous day. And you know what? You don't have to be perfect to get shit done. Just just start. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.